Hello, and thank you for joining Destiny Talk again today. I thank God for allowing us to once again be in his presence, be among those who can still talk about him, still love him, and still want his glory to shine through our life. And I thank God for that as we continue on our path and our journey to where he desires us to be and what he wants us to do in this life that we are living. Excuse me, as we constantly begin to heal from our past, from things of our present, from things of our future that may come, we thank God for that opportunity, for his healing, no matter um, what type of healing there is that we need to go through. So today we're going to be talking about healing through a spoken word. Now, the Lord lets us know that he has left his word that can heal us in any shape, form, or fashion that we need the healing, whether it's emotional or whether it's a physical healing. But no matter what, we have the word of God that will correct it, that will give us the strength to endure through anything we need to to endure. Psalms 107.20 says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from destruction. So before the healing begins, we have got to go to God and talk to him and let him know our feelings. Let him know what what's going on. Because if we don't talk to him, how does he heal us? If we don't ask for mercy and grace, how does he know that we have the compassion of forgiveness in us that we would ask him? Because we could go boldly and discuss it in a way that seemingly to God is prideful, boastful, but he wants us to come humbled. He wants us to come broken before him, acknowledging if we have sinned, acknowledging the pain that we have towards whatever it is we're going through. But he wants us to talk to him. In 19, it says, then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distress. And then 20 It says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So they first did a cry out to him because they were in trouble and they needed him to save them out. So that means they acknowledged the fact that they could not do this for themselves, but they needed God for this. They needed the presence of God to come in and deliver them from their troubles. Now, when we get in trouble, whatever state of trouble that it is, um, We try to fix it first before we go to God. We try to have a plan together before we pray. And God wants to actually have us to reverse that, that we pray first. Then he'll give us, his Holy Spirit will give us the plan and the directions we should go because that's what he does. But we take the job of the Holy Spirit and we walk around with a plan and we're praying that it work, that God would bless it. But how can he bless something he didn't plan? How can he bless something He didn't order the steps to go in through. So you're asking him to blindly do something out of a human mind that spiritually he wants to do supernaturally in our distress that we're having. So before we go into the plan that we have for the trouble that we're in, let us pray first and go before the Lord in a broken spirit in a spirit that wants to hear him, in a spirit that's willing and open to hear what he has to say, not a spirit of boldness, not a spirit of God, you owe me, not a spirit of God, you know, why you let this happen. That's not brokenness towards God. 19, it says, and they cry out unto the Lord 
in their trouble. And then he came and saved them. So we always want to make sure that we're focusing on God first, the Holy Spirit first. So as soon as we get the news, he wants us to come straight to him with it. Not, you know, telling people around us, hey, I just got off the phone and guess what I just heard? Da, 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 da. That person can break your spirit to where it's like, girl, I heard that that will never happen. That will never come in any good direction but bad. So we want to make sure we cover it first with the blood of Jesus and the word of God that we may be secured in the blessing becoming out the right way. He says, because he sent his word and he healed them. He sent his word because once God begins to send his word, it's a guarantee. It's a covenant for us to be able to come out all right and okay. And I know a lot of times that when we fall into sickness, I know that's the worst thing, the worst distress that we seem to have is they say, oh, you got three months to live or, oh, you have this right here and we're going to have to treat you with X, Y, and Z. And our spirit breaks at that point because we didn't want that to happen. We didn't see that coming. We didn't know exactly what was going on with that. So God is letting us know that whatever you hear from whatever direction it's coming from, come to me once you hear it. Once you hear it, the first thing you need to do, stop driving, pull over. If you're at home, drop down on your knees. But whatever it is, if you're in the kitchen cooking, <clears throat> talk to the Lord first. Lord, what's going on? Lord, Holy Spirit, please direct me with all your truth and righteousness right now. Order my steps through this, Holy Spirit, because I don't know what to do at this point. I'm empty. I'm speechless. I don't even know the scripture and the verses or whatever to get through this, Holy Spirit. Come now. The blood of Jesus, come now and help me with this. Then he comes in and he heals and he delivers you from it. And it may take a minute because he got to get you where you need to be to get that healing. He has to get you in a place where he knows you're ready to receive a supernatural blessing. So that means all the pain, he heals that first. All the questions, everything that's going on, he heals that first. Then he'll come in and make a way for us. So we have to allow him to do that. So let us go over to Hezekiah being sick and what he did. And this is 2 Kings 20. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amaz, came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thy house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember how I have walked before you in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And as it came to pass, before, uh, before Hezekiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him saying, turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, thus saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee on the third day. Thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. So here we go again. Isaiah comes and tell him, God says, get your house in order. 
because you will surely, surely die. And it's the same thing as getting a report from the doctor. You will surely die in three months. You will surely die if this doesn't <clears throat> stop rapidly growing. So in that sense of hearing those words, even from God, even from the doctors, even from wherever, the fear begins to come in. Because now it's like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? What about my children? What about my family? What about, what about, what about? And the fear comes in. And Hezekiah, he began to turn his face to the wall. After he heard it, he didn't negotiate with Isaiah. Go pray to God and tell him no. Go pray to God and tell him I'll fix it. Nope. He went to God for himself because he knew he had a relationship with God. Now, whatever he committed and got this kind of verdict on his life, but he went to God himself and he turned his face to the wall and he prayed unto God saying, first he's saying, I beseech thee, God, remember how. Now, in his day and time, they had a communication with God that's different than what we have. We have the blood of Jesus. We have the name of Jesus, who is our mediator. But he went to God and he said, remember me and the things that I've done, that I may not be perfect, but I tried my best. So surely that can stand for something in this day right now. And he wept, which means his heart was broken. His heart was at a place of, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say. I don't even know how to fix this, God. Whatever I have done, remember the good that I've done. And I pray that that outweighs what I have done. Surely that would outweigh whatever is going on in my life. So after that, he goes to the Lord in prayer. And he's crying. Because once we get to that place and we hear that news, the first thing we do is cry. We cry for fear first. Before we even cry brokenness, we cry our tears of fear first. The fear of what I just heard, the fear of how am I going to get out of this, the fear of what's going to happen, and the fear of will God do it? Do I have enough faith? Have I been in sin too much that he's not going to answer me? Have I done this and that, that God will not help me. Those are our fears when things come to us that requires us to be at a death place. Because now it's a reality because it's been spoken. Now it's something that we know is going to happen. We know we're going to get it when we get older or you know, however, but when it is spoken directly in front of you and all that fear musters up inside of you and you either give up or you're going to fight it. Which one? Hezekiah chose to fight. Children of Israel, they chose to fight. They said, uh -uh, let's go cry out to God. Both of them, let's go cry out to God. And let's see what he says as the final word. Now, Hezekiah went to him and he said, ah, remember, 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 remember. Okay, I got to have done something good for this not to be upon me. Something can happen. Something God. And it wasn't that God changed his mind. It was that Hezekiah pleaded with God. Because usually when God gives a verdict like that, 
He really don't want us to die, but he wants us to die spiritually to him. So when we hear it, we can go to God and, and have a conversation about it. And he wants us now through the blood of Jesus to return and repent for whatever death we have done to our own spirit man. He wants us to return and acknowledge the things that we have done that may have caused us to go into the ways of death, into the ways of destruction. So when we begin to plead the blood over our lives, over the situation, and we repent and we ask God to help us, the blood of Jesus protects and covers us so that God will hear our moaning and our groaning through the Holy Spirit of, I'm sorry, Lord, I can't say remember me and remember what I've done because the blood of Jesus has covered me all this time. But I will come to you with a broken heart. I will come to you, oh God, in repentance no matter what. I will come to you humble. As Hezekiah and Israel did, they humbled themselves and they cried out for help. And that's what we have to do. We have to cry out for help. Not live in the path of fear of the information that we receive. But we lay down on our designated spot that we have to communicate with Christ, our altar, that we have rebuilt and rededicated it unto the Lord for the time of prayer. We go to that place and we stretch out before the Lord. And we say, God, your kingdom come and thy will be done. But I'm coming before you asking questions, Holy Spirit. Direct my path. Show me which way I need to go that this can be rewritten. That this destination that I have heard can change. Because even though Evil is on one side. The Holy Spirit is on the other side working for good. He's not turning it. He's, he's doing it as the evil is there. Because when you turn it, you can turn it too early, too late, too soon. But no, he's not turning it for your good. He's working, working for your good. So as the evil is there, you're depending on the Holy Spirit to work it out as the evil is there, as the death sentence is there. As everything is happening, as you are praying, as you are crying out to God, he's right there working on it, working on it. So every time you repent is a work. Every time you say, Lord, I'm sorry, it's a work. Every time you say, God, help me, it's a work. He's not going to wait and then turn it. No, he's working. While the As soon as you heard the word, he was right there working. Just repent. Just repent and I got you. You repent. Just repent. Cry out to me right now and I got you. He, he does that. And he's constantly working. As you are crying out to him, the Holy Spirit is working on it. So he doesn't have to wait and then turn it. No, he's working on it as you're praying. As you are releasing it to God, God is working on it at that moment. He's not waiting to work on it. He's working right there with you. With your words. As your words speak, he's working. As your words speak, his word is working. Right there in that moment. And I, I wish I could tell it the way that I feel it. But I know you understand what I'm saying. Don't think of him turning it around. Think of him working as you're praying. Think of him working as you're 
releasing it to him. So it's working together. It's working together. It's like the wheat and the tear that grew together. It's for, and they separated it so they could still have a harvest. That's what he's doing. He's working it together so your harvest is not destroyed. Even though the enemy is right there with that tear trying to, re, trying to destroy your harvest, he's right there saying we're going to preserve this so that you will still have a harvest in the end of this. You will still have life at the end of this. So don't wait and say, God, turn it around. No, we don't want him to turn it around. We want him to work in the process of what we're going through. Save it now, God. Save it now. Work now, Holy Spirit. The blood of Jesus is over it now. I ain't waiting for no turn. I'm waiting for it right now. As I plead, the blood of Jesus is changing. As I say, Lord, I surrender, it's changing. As I say, the word of God is changing. Because the word is making that difference. The blood of Jesus is the one protecting it. So soon as I get fear, I say the blood of Jesus. Soon as I get doubt, I say the blood of Jesus. Soon as I don't know what to do, I say the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come right now. We have to stand in the authority of what Christ died for, for us to be able to use. We have the power of Christ in us, but if we don't use it, then yeah, we're waiting for a turn. But I don't need a turn. I need him working while I'm praying. So he's making a way while I'm praying. He's doing it and reversing it and terminating it, destroying it while I am praying. While I am praying. While I am praying. Not after. Not turn it later. But while I am praying, the good is working. The good is overcoming. The good is overcoming. The good is overcoming while I'm praying. The good is overshadowing the enemy. The good is overshadowing the situation. So when it's all said and done on my next doctor visit, on my next payment, on my next whatever, the good is right there. And when I walk into the office, it's like, I don't know what happened. Because yesterday I saw this and today I'm seeing this. That's the good of your prayers working. The Holy Spirit changing. The Holy Spirit overshadowing. The blood of Jesus protecting it. That's what you want to do. You want the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit as you pray. Not after. We don't need a turnaround. We need as we are speaking it, it is so. As we are praying it, it is so. He said his word came to heal. His word is what we need to constantly be in. And he can begin to do it. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. He says, uh-uh. I don't need no distractions. I don't need to look at the sky. I don't need to look at the yard. I don't need to look at the workers. This between me and you, God. I need you to change this as I am praying. And what happened? By the time he got up from his prayers, the Lord told Isaiah, don't go. Uh -uh. Before you leave the court, you ain't even but a step away from me because I've already changed it before because he's praying. And I worked it out while he was praying to stop you, to tell you to go back and tell him, okay, this is what we're going to do. That's what you want from your prayers. That's what you want in your healing. Whatever happens, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying. And as you're praying and getting the Holy Spirit involved, the blood of Jesus is protecting you. By his stripes, we are healed. I don't care. That's all you say. By his stripes, I'm healed. Holy Spirit, activate the, the anointing. Holy Spirit, come in and direct my path. You're praying, you're praying. He's working, he's working. Let's activate the word of God today. Let's activate the blood of Jesus today that he may be able to do what we are praying. He's answering our prayers as we as are praying. Thy kingdom come. 
thy will be done. We're praying the word of God, which is the kingdom of God. So now it is coming to you. It, you answered your prayers. You answered your own prayers through the word of God. You're standing on the word of God. Or you'll have no power in that situation because fear will overtake you. You are healed by the power of God's word. Reminding us that Jesus healed just by speaking the word. And we may look at the extra things that he did, but the most important thing is he healed by speaking the word. The Lord is our healer, even through medicine. When we want that healing, when we want God to move in our lives and work while we are praying, the good is working while you are praying, not after, not a turnaround, but while you are praying. We need the spirit of God constantly moving in our lives. So when Hezekiah did that and he cried out to the Lord and he said, remember me. Now we don't have to ask God to remember us because Jesus is our mediator. Jesus takes our pain our tears to the Lord for us. Then he directs the Holy Spirit and says, guide them. Give them the steps that they need to be healed. Show them the map to how it's going to happen, Holy Spirit. So when we don't allow the Holy Spirit in our lives to be effective, we're losing a lot of information from Christ. We're losing our steps and our direction from what Jesus is telling the Holy Spirit to give to us. So then we get frustrated with God and say he's not answering us, that he's not doing any, but his word says it. So why isn't he doing it? Because we're not putting the three as one. We're depending on the blood of Jesus and we're crying out for the blood of Jesus, but we're not asking the Holy Spirit to give us the directions, to give us the guidance to reveal to us what we need to do. So the blood of Jesus is going to protect you. The blood of Jesus is going to cover you, deliver you. But now you need direction. Now you need steps. Now you need revelation to the process of what you need to do. So they all work together. And we cannot do one without the other. We have to have them all together. So as we put them all together, the Holy Spirit power comes in and gives us the wisdom, the knowledge, the fear of God, the convictions. He's coming in and he's going to help us get through this. He's going to give us the strength through the blood. He's going to give us the healing and power through the blood. So they all got to work together. Pray for the restoration of whatever that healing is. Pray for the restoration. Pray that God hear that we come in as a humbled vessel before the Lord. That no matter what, he got us. We have to believe that he has us no matter what. Turn your face to the wall today. Trust the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus. Trust that Jesus is telling God exactly what's going on. He's our mediator. And the Holy Spirit 
is our direction, God's power, everything that we need. So we take this time to pray for before God as humbled as we know how, directing our prayers through the word <clears throat> because that's where the healing is. That's where everything you need is. He's healing us through his word. That's his covenant. That's his promise. That's everything is that word to us. And we have to believe it. We have to live it. We have to read it. We have to pray it. If we pray his word, that's his agreement to us. After we finish praying all the prayers that we want, we still got to pray the word. If only thing you say is by his stripes, I'm healed. But understand what does that mean? So go back to, to Isaiah 53 and find out what does that mean that I'm healed by your stripes? What does that mean? that you bore our transgressions. What does that mean to me and my life? And once you learn that, you have opened the doors for the Holy Spirit to come in and reveal to you how your healing will come and how restoration will be come back to you because God will be glorified through that. And that's the whole goal is that the kingdom of God come in that situation that God may be glorified through that situation. We have to focus on those two things, the kingdom of God and the glorification of God through Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. So this week, let us focus on how we should pray to our Father. Lord, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor, oh God. We come as a broken vessel before you right now, oh God, because we don't know what to do. We don't know what to say. We don't know how to get out of this, oh God. But when we come to you and we plead the blood of Jesus over any situation and we ask the Holy Spirit to guide us, give us direction, give us the roadmap to how to get out of this, give us the revelation <clears throat> through the word of God that we may hold on to everything that the word is spoken. And as you do that, God, we will forever be grateful. We will forever come out of this. You will restore us back to you, not to ourselves, but you will restore us back to you and your name will be glorified in our life. And because of that, we will have a testimony because we have pleaded the blood. We are overcome by the blood and by the words of our testimony. So we thank you right now that we will not give up, oh God, but we will forever learn who you are and how the kingdom works in our life because the kingdom is in us. And as we learn the kingdom, we will learn the processes of the kingdom. We will learn how to get prayers answered because of the kingdom. And the Holy Spirit, lead, guiding, and directing us into all truth and righteousness, O oh God. Cover us this day, Lord God, with the blood of Jesus. Protect us and deliver us from ourselves as well as situations we cannot handle. We thank you, God. We give you praise. We love you more than anything in this world, Lord God. We love you. We love you. We love you, O oh God. And we thank you for the blood that was shed for us, the resurrection of Christ. We thank you, Lord for the healing in our bodies through your blood, through the word of God and through the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you. We give you praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>